This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey guys, quick thing. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only question left to say is... Are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus, rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello and welcome to the Guna Talk. Back again with you guys for another episode of the Arsenal News Show. Joining you every morning at 8 o'clock UK time. Apologies for the slight lateness this morning. Some technical difficulties getting in the way. Um, But I'm hoping you're doing good. Hoping you're doing well. Hoping you can hear me loudly and clear me. Please let me know if there is any audio issues. It should be fine. should be fixed. Um, But uh, yeah, fingers crossed it's all coming and sounding Absolutely fine. Uh, good morning, those joining us live in the chat box. Uh, thank you ever so much for doing so. Uh, Paul, good morning to you, to Olu, to Wilson. Uh, Odu Rile, good morning to Blackshine. Uh, make sure uh, you're saying good morning, everybody, in the chat box to each other. And so good morning, Martin, Ponaru, uh, Matt G. Uh, thank you so much, everybody, uh, for tuning in. Red Star, Alex, and uh, Colton, Kaiser, Marcus, DJ, D10, and plenty more of you as well. Uh, thank you so much uh, and i'm glad to hear the audio is sounding fine as well okay let's crack on with today's stories on match day of course uh, we'll kick off by rounding up yesterday's premier league action unfortunately leeds united and sam allardyce despite having the best manager in the world could not do anything about manchester city although they did run them pretty darn close and that's a couple of games now man city now they've won 2-1 against fulham and against leeds of course, they got that comfortable win against West Ham United, a very weakened West Ham United. But that takes their winning run to a level where we knew that they would come good. We knew that they would be able to go on this perfect run of form. And we got to hope that those Champions League rounds against Real Madrid are going to have an impactful, um, you know, damaging effect to their Premier League form. And we got to hope that Real Madrid absolutely smash them and, and hit their confidence big time and that it kind of... I think un- destabilizes, if you like, their form. So I'm really hoping uh, that we see that happen. But we've got a win today yeah, in order to keep the pressure on. Um, and of course, speaking about today's fixtures, uh, I'll run down. First of all, let's run down the rest of yesterday's games. Bournemouth, uh, unfortunately, couldn't do anything to stop Chelsea getting in a bit of form. Don't mind that as much. Chelsea, of course, have still got to play Man City, so I'd quite like them to be in some better form to play Man City. Wolves beating Unai Emery's Aston Villa. I think that was a bit of a surprise result of the day. Aston Villa 
hopes of European qualification taking a hit with that result. Spurs, of course, winning against Palace, dealt Aston Villa that significantly tougher hit as well. Liverpool beating Brentford uh, makes it very interesting for Manchester United. They're just a point behind Man United now, but they have played a couple games more than United, who play West Ham today at the London Stadium. Fulham play Leicester in a big battle for relegation. Fulham, of course, look to be safe, but Leicester need every point they can get, whilst Brighton are playing Everton as they try to push on as well to get European qualification too. And then probably the biggest game, uh, which is tomorrow against between Nottingham Forest and Southampton, that is going to be a big, big game uh, for the bottom of the table. If Nottingham Forest can get a win in that game over Southampton, that would be three huge points towards safety for them. I, for one, am hoping that they do it. I want to be able to travel to Nottingham every single season. Um, And so I'm hoping that Nottingham Forest can do the business against Southampton tomorrow. Now, Arsenal's under-21s unfortunately suffered another damaging defeat in the last game of the PL2 season, uh, losing 3-0 against title winners Manchester City. Um, It has been a a frustrating year, I think, for Mehmet Ali. Of course, the under-21s, you can never underestimate the difficulties of, of managing this side, seeing players move on loan because they need to get more experience. Like It's the flip, if you like, of, of senior football. You know, you send young players on loan to get experience so they might be able to play in the senior team. When players do really well for the youth side, you send them on loan, uh, even your best players, so they can get senior experience. And you have to cope with that as a manager. So league positions aren't necessarily always... Um, like measurable uh, in terms of of how well the team's done because you often lose a lot of your best players to loan moves. Um, And that was certainly the case this year, I think. But still a decent season, finishing seventh in the table. Um, And we've seen, obviously, some really good performances from young players. Mario Koja Dubri, for instance, Rule Waters. We'll probably do a whole roundup of the youth league season um, at some point in the coming near future uh, as we round up everything that's gone on for both Mehmet Ali and Jack Wilshere's sides. Now, uh, Miguel Aziz returned from his loan with Wigan and is now training with the first team. Was spotted this week training with the first team. He hadn't played for Wigan in weeks. He spent his time away from the club, of course, away with Ibiza uh, before coming back in January and being sent out to Wigan, where Colo Torre was, of course, the coach. And Kevin Betsy, who used to be Arsenal's under-21 coach, was also there. And that's why that link was kind of established and why they brought in Aziz and probably Omar Rekic as well, who has continued to play. But Aziz simply could not get involved and returned to Arsenal. His loan was cut short and he's come back. It's a shame because Aziz looked to be one of the most talented players in the academy at one stage in midfield. And now seems to see his youth career petering out somewhat and he will look to try and find his future in the summer and try and get some resolutions to that. But uh, it's not gone particularly well for him down in the lower leagues. And now he's back at Arsenal training with the first team. Now, Gabriel, positively, Charles Watts tweeting yesterday uh, that there are positive signs that Gabriel Magalash is winning his battle, uh, his fitness battle to get ready for the game against Newcastle today. And there's an expectation, hopefully, that he will travel for today's game to be involved in the fixture. Big, big boost for Arsenal. They need their main centre-back available at the moment to get the best opportunity to win. Uh, Kivior or Holding will partner him, as we imagine. But it's better than having both those two partnering each other and it being a rather inexperienced... I say inexperienced. Holding, of course, being experienced. But inexperienced in terms of those two playing together. I've never played together I don't think in the league at least so yes let's wait and see what happens but hopefully 
Gabriel will indeed be in that starting lineup, and uh, we'll certainly see a uh, a boost to the first eleven, which is certainly all very good indeed. Now, following Balogun is likely to be sold this summer. That's according to Sam Dean of the Telegraph, who claims that despite his really good season for Rons in France, both Enketia and Jesus continue to be ahead of him in the pecking order, and this has created. Too much obstacle for Balogun and therefore the likelihood is that he will indeed move on from the club and uh, there won't be any future for him at Arsenal and that they will look to get a significant figure in any sale that they make of the Hayland graduate. Uh, it's a shame. I think that, you know, I would have loved to have seen him give an opportunity next season and then Ketia moved on instead. That's just where I kind of sit on the dynamic of those two. But if Arsenal can get a very good fee for him in the summer, they will see that as, as a job well done regarding moving a Hayland product on for a lot of money. It looks really good on the balance sheets to, to be able to sell Hayland graduates for a lot of money and they'll look to do that with Balogun this summer. Now, Reese Nelson's contract talks do continue. However, an exit would be no surprise. Again, according to Sam Dean, who claims that whilst those contract talks do continue, uh, Arsenal's looking into the market for a forward player. You know, we may see too much competition for someone like Reese Nelson, and that would create more obstacles for him to try and get minutes. Arsenal are keen to keep him. We know that from the contract offer that they've already had rejected. And so I'm looking, hopefully anyway, to seeing a resolution to this in the coming weeks very soon because we need to get a resolution to it. But if Arsenal are to see him go, it could be that they go into the market. And if they do go into the market, Rafinha could be one of the players they look to. Now, we've heard about links to Musa Diaby, but according to reports in Spain, Arsenal are amongst a number of clubs, including Chelsea and Newcastle, that are all interested in Rafinha, who apparently is keen now on making a move away from the camp now for next season. He's only been at the club for one year, and yet Bids of around 70 million euros are said to be what Barcelona will be looking for as they try and get maximum value for Rafinha after what has been a semi-successful season at Barcelona. It's not gone terribly. It's not gone amazingly. It's just gone okay. And if he can get to another level and reach the Premier League levels that we saw at Leeds and maybe even reach high levels with Arsenal, he would be a great competitor for Bukayo Saka. But that said, I think it is quite a lot of money to pay for somebody to come in and just be a competitive option. But maybe that's what you have to pay to bring in somebody that gets you a lot back. Okay, let's go to part two and your questions right after this. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. And the same goes at McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with Mook Delivery. Are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com.
Lovely stuff. Okay, uh, it's not going to be a particularly long uh, Q&A section. In fact, it's only going to be around five to six minutes because I've got to catch a train to Newcastle, which you, you can imagine is, is quite a lengthy journey and I've got a lot still to do this morning. So I'll take a few questions before we wrap up. Uh, and then, uh, yes, I'm going to be off, heading off to Newcastle. I do have a brief request. If I have any listeners that are based in or around or near Copenhagen, can you please reach out? Uh, I'm planning a trip there and uh, would like some tips. So if there are any listeners, drop me a DM on Twitter or Instagram or in the comment section. I'd love to hear from you. Um, and also, yeah, if you're going to the Newcastle game, let me know. It'd be great to see as many people as I can. Let's go then into the chat. Um, going to <laughs> Silky, please keep holding away from <laughs> from Newcastle. I can't promise anything, I'm afraid, mate. Uh, Red Star says, Rafinha, mm, I think I'd prefer Diaby, uh, but if we can get him for a decent price, I wouldn't say no. Um, let's go to Amira says, remember a time earlier this season where the men's under-21s and women's teams were all unbeaten in their respective leagues. Good times. Good times. Yeah, things change quickly. Uh, Evgeny uh, says, uh, how is Marquinhos doing at Norwich? Uh, not amazing, to be honest. He was called up for the Brazilian under-21s this week. Um, but yeah, not amazing. You know, he's, he's done okay. He's not stood out. The thing about Marquinhos is I think, unfortunately, he's a player that is in a position where he's just never going to develop, I think, into a player that is going to be good enough for Arsenal, which sounds really harsh. But at the end of the day, you know, you've got to get there in front of a hell of a lot of talent. Um, and that is that is going to be very, very difficult indeed. I'm trying to have a look, quick look now at what his record has been. Still only got the one goal, one assist, which he got on his debut uh, for Norwich. He's still playing, still starting games for them as well, playing on that right flank. Um, played in their 2-1 defeat to to West Brom at the weekend. But unfortunately, Norwich have just not good, looked as good this season and they're not going to be coming up from the championship. We know that Burnley and Sheffield United are both coming up and Norwich are, I say way off the playoffs, to be fair. They're on 62 points, but I don't think they can get into the playoffs this season. They are, yeah, six points away from the playoffs and there's only one game left this season. So Norwich's season has kind of petered out. They'll be looking to go again to try and get back up next season. Um, but Marquinhos will have one more game for Norwich uh, today. Uh, it's the last day of the league uh, season for the championship. So it'll be interesting to see how things indeed do uh, go on. Um, what is this loser doing? Uh, let's go to Craig says, do you think another international midfielder with possible off-field issues would be a likely transfer out for a team this summer? Um uh, possible off-field issues. I don't know who you're talking about. Um, international midfielder. I don't know what you're talking about, mate. Um, Christopher says, Tom, do you know when all of the under-20 World Cup squads are announced? I know Brazil have already announced theirs. Uh, no, I don't, Chris. It's a great question. We'll have to wait and see. There's a few players, of course, uh, for Arsenal, especially from an England perspective, that will be involved in the under-20 World Cup. So let's wait and see. But you'd imagine that some of Arsenal's young stars will be involved, and I look forward to it. Uh, Red Star says, uh, Tom, you must get on the field and bang a winger in the dying minutes of the game, please. Yeah, I would really appreciate if I could jump on and do that. But I don't think it's going to be possible, Red Star, to be honest. Uh, Marcus says, has Balogun been our only loan success this season? Cue the link to the next loan watch. Um, yeah, I mean, the next loan watch is going to be coming at the end of the season. We're not going to do an April. We're going to do an April and May together at the end of the campaign. 
Hmm. I, I'm trying to think, and I'm Patino. I think had a good loan deal. You know, if you think about the fact that he's been away, played regularly, probably going to get a decent move at the end of the season. Uh, who else had a good loan spell? I mean, Pepe's been okay. Trusty's had a very good loan spell. You know, Trusty won player of the season for Birmingham. So yeah, he's had a very good loan spell. Pablo Marie's had a very good loan spell and he's going to obviously move permanently. Six million pounds around that figure's going to come our way. Alex Runnison's actually played a lot for Al Anyaspor uh, in, in Turkey. So he actually has had a very decent loan spell and hopefully that'll be used to get Arsenal some money. And Maitland-Niles has done okay for Southampton. You know, I think he's going to move on for nothing in the summer, but... Uh, Maitland-Niles has been okay for, for Southampton. It's not been bad. It's not been great. But yeah, Ezra Harry playing in Finland at the moment as well. Um, doing pretty well, according to Christopher. So there you go. Um, Okonkwo, currently on loan at Sturmgratz, was at Crewe, I think, earlier this season and did well and then earned a move to the Austrian top flight uh, for the rest of this season as well. And has done pretty good too and Denny says which players should go on loan next season also a good question I think we should be looking to send some players like maybe Rule Waters potentially get him some senior experience and Mario Koja Dubri potentially we could send to get some experience at the senior level as well uh, there's a lot of players in the youth side that of course as well are already on loan that will probably require another loan uh, what we do with Miguel Aziz I have absolutely no idea but Marcelo Flores is probably going to spend another season on loan. Kido Taylor-Hart and Billy Vigar both went to derbies under 21, didn't play at senior level, which is a bit of a shame. Mika Biereth will return. Tim Akinola, Omar Rekic, Ryan Labiosu, uh, Brooke Norton Cuffey as well. I don't think he's at the level ready for Arsenal or Premier League football yet. He'll probably get another championship loan too. So there's quite a lot, quite a lot. And yes, Omar, I am indeed going up to St. James's Park. And that's why I'm going to afraid have to wrap this show up pretty swiftly. I'm feeling pretty nervous, but I'm looking forward to it. I'm hoping to get a good result today at Newcastle. And uh, we have to. Like we, there's, there's, no, there's no debate around the game. We have to win. Um, we cannot afford to drop any more points, I don't think, this season, if we've got a hope of, of getting any hopes to stay in the title race. So hopefully Arsenal get a big, big victory away today of which i'm going to be there so thank goodness for that thank you already so much for listening really appreciate your time as always do drop a like on the video and subscribe to the channel if you're new around here with those notifications turned on so you never miss a show i'll be back maybe tomorrow morning it depends on what time my train is getting back and how easy it is to get from the hotel to the station etc but maybe i'll be able to get a show for you tomorrow morning maybe it'll be pre-recorded maybe it won't be we'll have to wait and see but thank you for listening everybody i'll see you again very very soon and as always up the arsenal. It's the 90 plus minute. All your mates around and you've got a McNuggets share box ready to go and you know a late winner's coming. Your mates already got booked for a double dip in and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfection. Order now on the McDonald's app for your Mook delivery. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. 
Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.